Here's a look at First News. It's fair. It's accurate. You get the damn truth. Japanese Prime Minister has called for party unity to achieve the assassinated former leader Shinzo Abe's unfinished goals of strengthening their military and revising the war-renouncing constitution. He has a better chance now of achieving that as he has secured more seats in the upper house after elections. He welcomed the victory, but acknowledged that unifying the party is going to be a hard task without Abe. Secretary of State Antony Blinken from the U.S. met with him to offer his condolences after the assassination last week. There are some new concerns about another new mutant variety of coronavirus in India. The quickly changing virus has spawned yet another Omicron variant that's worrying scientists around the world, including the United States. The variant, this one is called BA 2.75. It may be able to spread rapidly and get around immunity from vaccines and previous infections, like all of the other ones (laughs) did. Unclear whether it would cause more serious disease than the Omicron variant, BA-5. Scientists are concerned about the fact that it's geographically widespread. It's been detected in distant states in India and now 10 other nations. Something we should be worried about, but we're not, is Iran. They're enriching uranium up to 20% using sophisticated centrifuges at their underground nuclear plant. Tehran's nuclear deal with world powers called for them not to. And they have. Keep in mind, folks, even though the U.S. is out of that Iran deal, all the other nations are still in, and they're not doing anything. Just sitting there, watching, waiting. Russian missiles continue to pound the Ukraine. Hit the second largest city over the weekend of what a local official described as absolute terrorism. The top official in that region said today that Russian forces launched three missile strikes on their city, targeting schools, residential buildings, warehouse facilities. Dozens and dozens are still dead. President Joe Biden is going to host a celebration today of a new law that will reduce gun violence that already has been overshadowed by guess what another mass shooting congress passed the measure after those rampages in buffalo and new york and uvalde texas toughens requirements for young people to buy guns denies firearms to domestic abusers and helps authorities take guns away from people the white house event comes a week after a gunman in Highland Park killed seven people on Independence Day, where they already had the toughest gun rules in the nation in Chicago, the shooting was a stark reminder of the limitations of the new law. The limitations are on law-abiding citizens. Authorities said there was a shooting outside of a Kansas City bar, where an off-duty police officer was working security, left one dead, five hurt, Missouri State Highway Patrol said the shooting happened Sunday night following a disturbance at the Westport Ale House. Officers were working security at the bar when they returned fire during the shooting. No reports of any officers being hurt. They're investigating. 
Mexico's president, Andreas Manuel Lopez Obador, is visiting D.C. tomorrow. He'll meet with Joe Biden. The trip comes a month after Obador snubbed Biden's invitation to the Summit of the Americas in Los Angeles. The U.S.-Mexico relationship was a straightforward trade-off during the Trump administration. He had a good relationship with Obador. Now the borders are open. Massive illegal immigration and drugs pouring into the country. It'd be interesting to see what comes out of that meaning. Or what gaffes come out of that meaning. Can you imagine what he might say to Obador? Can you imagine if it's not scripted? Pakistan officials said 147 people have died in massive floods that they've had from monsoons in their country. Triggered flash floods. Many neighborhoods are submerged. Rains are said to be almost twice as heavy as an average downpour at this time of year. They always start in mid-June and wreak havoc over there during monsoon season. Dutch farmers are still pissed off and embroiled in a summer of disconsent. And they, Mark, you're going to find this hard to believe, but the farmers are showing no sign of giving up or letting up over there. No sign whatsoever of abating their target, and that is the government. Their government wants to rein in emissions and said that farmers are threatening to wreck their way of life. Dutch government wants to slash emissions by 2030, which means these farmers' equipment will be obsolete. They won't even be allowed to use it. And they are taking it to the streets in the Netherlands. There's a California doctor out there. He's proposing a floating abortion clinic in federal waters off the Gulf of Mexico. So people that live in southern states where their states have banned abortions can go out there and get one. The idea spearheaded by Dr. Meg Autry, an obstetrician and gynecologist and a professor at the University of California in San Francisco. Their legal team believes that a swath of federal water could be a spot for licensed providers to legally provide abortions. There are some islands off the coast of Denmark where they are now proposing a catch limit of 500 white-sided dolphins per year. They've been killing dolphins for centuries over there, always have been. They were doing it at one point for meat, blubber. They don't need blubber anymore. The hunt in the North Atlantic Islands is not commercial. Environmental activists said it's cruel to kill a dolphin. Shares of Chinese technology firms Alibaba and Tencent have tumbled. Chinese regulators find their subsidiaries for failing to disclose transactions and not complying with anti-monopoly rules. E-commerce giant Alibaba's share down 6.8% today. Gaming and social media company Tencent Holdings also sank 3% on Monday as well. It'll be interesting to see what happens today. Now that the sale uh, for Twitter is no longer in Elon Musk's must-have category. 
Twitter was not giving him, he said, the right information on how many spam accounts there are. And so he pulled his deal, $44 billion. Twitter says they're going to sue now that he has to pay. The deal has to go through. China's auto sales up 3.4% over where they were a year ago. But the China Association of Auto Manufacturers said Monday the demand uh, has rebounded further than what it was in June. Sales January through June rose to 10.4 million. June sales jumped 41%. What, what, uh, what are the China cars? I mean, I know what Kia is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what those are. We know what Honda is. We know what Volkswagen is. I don't know what, what are the what what model is a China Chinese car and do we even have them here? Um, I've heard of you know everybody calls them rice grinders, but uh, I I don't know what uh, what Chinese what China, what what is the Chinese model? Nissan is Japan, Honda's Japanese. There's a bunch of them, but I don't rec- I don't recognize any of them. Yeah, we don't have them here. So good thing. Uh, because I'm guessing they wouldn't hold up. <laughs> Abbott Nutrition has some good news. They said that baby formula production has resumed at their Michigan plant after a shutdown in February because of contamination. Damage from a thunderstorm uh, halted that operation for a while. Abbott said that their specialty formula is now being made and that its Similac production will also resume as soon as possible. They're one of four companies that produce 90% of all of the U.S. baby formula. It's recall in February of several brands squeeze supplies. And government, folks, government. There was reports of all the millions of cans of baby formula that they produced there was a report of like 22 of them that had some kind of bacteria or something. 22. So they shut the entire plant down and it's been shut down ever since. Now they're going to start up and running again. State officials said Chris Hansen, who recently departed the number two post at Montana Attorney General's office, has died. He was 52 the independent record said that Hansen died Thursday. Uh, no information about the cause of death. Hansen was named chief deputy of the Montana Department of Justice. Worked at the Montana State Auditor's Office for a while. Yellowstone Park Superintendent said, you know, it could take three to five years to replace the roads damaged by the flooding in Yellowstone Park. Temporary fixes could be completed, though, within months. Cam Shawley offered the projections Friday after touring damaged areas of the nation's first national park with Interior Secretary Deb Holland. Now, folks, keep in mind, both Interior Secretary Deb Holland and Superintendent Cam Shawley have no experience in road construction whatsoever. <laughs> None. Right. Zero. They're biology majors, things like that. They met with Governor Greg Gianforti to tour some of the flood damage in Gardner earlier. That town, a gateway to Yellowstone, dependent on tourism, cut off. A temporary road from Gardner has been built 
for essential travel and some guided tours. Officials said it potentially could be open to visitors before winter too. But if they're going to do it correctly, uh, it's going to take some time. And maybe, as I have mentioned for many, many years, maybe consider moving them out of the areas prone for devastation and destruction. And Thor, Love and Thunder, earned $143 million over the weekend in North America. It's a franchise best for the God of Thunder, another success story of the summer's box office season. 4,375 screens showed Thor over the weekend. Started on Thursday, easily topped the box office, bumping out Minions, Rise of Gru, which was in second place. Love and Thunder opened in 47 different territories last week, globally, took in $302 million. And uh, so Thor uh, was the next one. (laughs) But uh, all folks, all are going to be trying for second place because on December the 16th, the new Avatar comes out right before the holidays. And uh, that's going to set all kinds of new records. Worldwide, that thing is going to... It'll, it could possibly be a multi-billion dollar movie. Yeah. Well, golf this week from Scotland. Tiger's going to play in the big tournament over there. And uh, I like this golf tournament because I can watch this while I'm drinking coffee in the morning because they're on the other side of the planet. And yesterday, Tony Romo won the American Century Championship for the third time. Uh, beat Mark Mulder and Joe Pileski in a uh, playoff. And what was unusual about that is Tony Romo has never won many things in playoffs. So, <laughs> From the Weather Center, sunny and warm this week. Today's going to be the coolest day of the week. Um, if you're going to golf, Mark, you might want to golf today. <laughs> what time today? <laughs> I don't have a tee time yet. I had a couple things yet, to do after work, but yet, yeah, I'm not going to play when it's hot. So, so it's only going to be 83 today. Yeah. So, but then 90s uh, the rest of the week. We'll hit 100 on Wednesday. Um, so, but we won't, folks. It won't be deemed excessive heat for us. No. You know, they won't talk about excessive heat. Don't have enough people living here to make yeah. a difference. Only down in Texas, where it's 100 degrees all the time, do they have excessive heat? Uh, We'll just hit 100. And uh, life goes on out here in the West. 55 degrees now, 640, and that's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for tuning into the cat.